Hi, I'm Mant. And I'm her mom. And this is Mom, Mant, Books and Booze. This is the book club you have been looking for. Just a mother-daughter duo who enjoy reading and talking about books over drinks. We read the same books but have different outlooks. Come join us as we open a book, open a bottle, and open our minds. Hi, Mom. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really well. Doing really well. Um, I always get excited when it's the first episode of a new book. I am too because we're, you know, we're getting started. We're getting a little information. We don't got a lot to build on, but it's an exciting thing to start. Yeah, and you, you feel like you're meeting new friends or new people and kind of peeling that onion as we've said many times we're peeling the onion we are and it's so it's also a little nerve-wracking because um i always get a little nervous starting books just because our previous books have been so good and i've gotten to know those characters and love those characters and i like i just don't want to finish reading them i know Um, so it's hard to start a whole new journey with a whole new group Right, and and you kind of have to reset your mind because you start giving the characteristics from your previous book exactly to these, and so you get a little, um, yeah, you start thinking things that, and then you're like, okay, wait a minute, that's not the same character. Yeah, okay. and um, I'm reading a couple books right now. I mean, <laughs> this one and another one, and I was like, I forgot that the other book I'm reading is a trilogy. Um, but I did not want to finish that first book just because I didn't want to stop this world that I was creating. And luckily I have two more books. So yeah. Yeah. And this one, we are reading the housemaid by Frida McFadden. I well, think this is creating a world. I think this is going to be a roller coaster of a book. I, I think we're going to have so much fun making predictions because it's all i mean they we've already made a couple predictions to each other but then as we continue to read we're like i don't know i'm questioning a lot about everything um so it is a book that is very easy to read and uh we've read books like this in the past where each chapter is a like cliffhanger yeah um every single one and we've talked a lot about setting of books and characters. This one definitely has a soundtrack because I <laughs> even wrote, I always write notes in the book, like, and have little stickies. I even wrote at the end of one of the chapters, chapter two, I wrote, bum, bum, bum. Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Just like everyone. And when you think you know something and then it's something else. Yeah. Kind of why we chose the cocktail for today. Yes, peanut butter thing. Yes. So, uh, and also you believe, you know, what an old fashioned is. And then we're throwing a whirlwind of peanut butter in there. So um, this is, I really like old fashions. I do. I think Uh old fashions are very, uh, a classic drink that I think everyone should try or at least learn to like. (laughs) I like an old fashioned. This one. This twist, I'm I, I'm gonna have to 
work on liking it. So, so yeah, about it. Now, I think when people hear that we're drinking a peanut butter old fashioned, they're going to think we just put a glob of peanut butter in there and then mix it all up. That's what I think of. No, we're using that peanut butter whiskey. Um, I think the peanut butter whiskey has become very popular this year. It has. I think. I can't. I. I think there's a lot of potential with it. I think you have to find the correct drink, um, but it's. It is a very interesting taste because you want it to be intensely peanut butter, but it's not. It's like a hint of peanut butter. And some people don't like that. They want it to be intense. Yeah. And peanut butter is not something that I think of as refreshing. Like No, this is a heavy. has never been my thing. Yeah, this is a heavy. This is one of those drinks that weighs on your chest a uh-huh. little bit. Um I do like the peanut butter whiskey. This might be weird with Coke. Okay. Oh, it's a little weird. It is, but it's good. I like it. Um, And then there was one and I tried to find it. I couldn't find it. There was one that is something you mix with the peanut butter whiskey and it makes like a Reese cup taste. Uh Like a chocolate liqueur kind of thing. Yeah, something like that. Or a Kahlua maybe, that would be good. Yeah. Or a rum chata. Oh, that'd be good probably. All right. so if you don't like this peanut butter old-fashioned, you got options. options. Do you want to tell them the recipe? Yeah, it has peanut butter whiskey, of course. It has uh, bitters, a little couple dashes. I love that they do dashes for bitters. Uh Uh-huh. one ice cube, and if you want, you can do an orange twist or even a cocktail cherry. There you go. So I'm gonna—I mean, it's a different taste. I'm gonna—I'm gonna have to say that. So it's gonna grow on me. Absolutely, it usually grows on you after like the third one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's yeah. when you can't taste anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a, it's I a, think if you I, want a mocktail though you could have a peanut butter milkshake what's wrong with that why not something with peanut butter because yeah. that's when the first crazy came out yes because she tells um she tells the housemaid that she doesn't uh, tell her right well she screams at her well yeah because the daughter um she made her those peanut butter crackers, which sounded really good. It was the Ritz with peanut butter and a banana. Yeah, and I'm going to be doing I'm going to be <laughs> And that sounded so good. And then she gave it to her, and the daughter flipped out. She was like, you're trying to kill me. Like, yeah, I'm allergic to peanut butter. And I but understood. A huge jar of peanut about butter say, in the pantry. That's what I was about to say, is I understood her... Um, questioning because she's like why would you keep something that's so deadly in the house yeah and this wasn't told to her by the mother but then the mother was like i told you this this cannot this is not something you can forget and she's like i did it you never told (laughs) me i just made her a snack and that was the downhill spiral of um the mother what's her name uh nina nina the mother accusing her of forgetting things yes that was the but first she never told her but then later the dad is doing something with peanut butter and millie's like wait yeah she's allergic to peanut butter no she's not 
Like he's like, nah, she's not allergic to peanut butter. So a little bit of crazy up in that house. Yeah. And we we uh uncover a lot um in this first section where she wasn't a psych ward or people were talking about she's she's learning all these Nina. things very Nina. Millie yeah. was Millie was in jail. For 10 years. Yes. So there's a lot uncovering, but she's getting a lot of information about her employer uh-huh. secondhand. Yes. Yes. Let's um, let's let's pause for a minute and just talk about the cover of the book. Oh, yes. It's the eye looking through the keyhole. Because eyes are so important in this book. Yes. The little girl's eyes. The they always explain it. And yes. she talks about the emotion that she sees in the eyes and like how uh, Nina's eyes change on a dime. Yes. Like they'll be very welcoming and very exciting. And then all of a sudden they're like daggers. Yeah. And her daughter has kind of the same thing. Like her mm-hmm. daughter has. And then um, even the husband he has, his eyes are so black, she couldn't distinguish the pupil from the iris. And it's something about his gaze made her step back. And uh, he's the first character, though. Like, he's... Um, his name's he's the, Andrew, right? Yes, Andrew. He is the one that is treating her like someone who lives there. Because, again, she lives there. Yes. So there is a, I, I could understand having a live-in nanny and there is a fine line yes. to follow because they are working for you, but they also live there. So you can't restrict them too much, but it seems, I mean, Nina initially told her like, this is your place. I want you comfortable, all this stuff. But then like other times she's not letting her call her Nina yeah, in front of her friends, and she's you making her in your room at night. And yeah, and so... let's talk about the room. The key locks from the app. No way. No, no way. Nope. 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 I'm not. I could not live in a room where it locked from the outside. No, and the window oh. is shut. The window is painted shut. And you're getting all these weird vibes from. No. Now she did get a key. She yeah, is not you. What? Yeah, but the key will do her no good if she's inside the room. No, she can I, lock the room when she leaves, so nothing they can't mess in her stuff. But at night, if they lock her in, that key is worthless. Is it the locks on the outside? Oh, okay, okay. No way. Wait, I see. That's what I'm trying to visualize. Is if the locks on the outside, you have to have a key to get out. Okay, so she has a key. Well. <laughs> it depends on what kind of door it is. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to like. That's the question no, we need yeah. to ask because if it's a lock, like a let's say a, a twist lock, uh huh. If it's a twist lock on the outside, there is a keyhole on the inside. Okay. Okay. And let's if say this. If it's a key lock on the outside, it's still going to be a key lock on the inside. It's going to be right? like a twist or something. So you're okay. So she's got a key. Let's just hope that she has a key. There's so so many questions that are going to be answered. And again, this is one of the exciting parts and scary parts of starting a book. There right now in this section, uh, what was it? To chapter. Yeah, let's say that. 
chapter 21. Yeah, we stopped on, we finished chapter 20. Mm -hmm. So we stopped on chapter 21. Um, we have a ton of questions. One, one, who, what did Enzo do? Oh, and what does he know? What does he know? But there's that language barrier. Yeah, that she thought he was speaking Spanish, Spanish. and he's she, speaking Italian. And he's so nice. Like, she says, gracias. Yeah. He says, grazie. Like, yeah. But he so, her, the first word he says to her is, means danger. Yes, yes. And um, I actually looked up those words before Dude. they revealed it. I did. Um, because they do reveal the word meaning of words later. They don't do it immediately. Yeah. And I needed to know what he was saying to her. Yeah. So, um that was kind of crazy. Um, and he's not allowed in the house because he like helped her with something. Helped her with groceries. Yeah. And when Nina found out, she was very mad. Like, absolutely not. Yeah, he can't come in the house. And he's he's yeah. there every day, like working outside. But he doesn't just work on their house. He works around the neighborhood, if you That's haven't true. noticed that. Um, he does work around the neighborhood. But it does seem that he is trying to warn Millie of yeah. something. We don't know what, obviously. Now, we think, see, this is where uh, I'm trying to think like the writer. We think he's warning her about Nina. But right. I wonder if something is something else. I know. I know. And I, I really think he's going to have a bigger part in this book than we know yet. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, even it talks about how he looks at her. Like, he kind of mm -hmm. looks at her like a teacher. Come on, like, do something. Do, yeah. yeah. Um, I think yeah. Andrew, we like him right now. But I do have a creepy feeling. I do, too. Because at, we find out in this section that he is not the little girl's dad. Yes. That. He came into the picture when she was very, very small. So uh, yeah, she was a baby. Yeah. Um, and I, like you, my initial thought is, okay, he's a very kind man. He's taking care of a child that's not his. He's taking care of a wife who's... <laughs> yeah. But I've started... I don't even think I've said this to you. I have started kind of thinking he pushes Nina's buttons. In a low-key way. That's what I thought, too. He knows how jealous she is. She, uh -huh. He knows, um, like, her triggers, basically. He knows a lot. Uh -huh. And maybe maybe his daughter, or the daughter, is allergic to peanut butter. Oh. <gasps> oh. Uh-huh. And, you know, all that medication... That Millie mm -hmm. found in the thing. Maybe he's giving it to her. To make uh -huh. her crazy. Oh, yeah. Shoot, to I make her. That. Or maybe they're like. He like traded her. Um, psych pills for. Mm -hmm. um, like sugar pills or something. Because it seems that. She escalates. Like it seems like. All of a sudden she escalates. Yes. So it's very and now I've got to every time we talk, then I need to read it, go back and read again because I, I know. Want to look back. Let's think about the time she's escalated. 
Okay. She escalated over the peanut butter. Uh-huh. She escalated over Enzo. She escalated over um, coming down the TV. And yeah. Now, I, I, I'll I, be honest. I kind of understood that. I, could, I did too. So that's, now, when I, that's when I started thinking maybe he pushes her buttons. Like he, he should have said, oh, you're watching TV. I'll go on back to bed. Yeah. And uh, what was the other? Th it was like the first initial interaction with them. She did immediately change. Like they talked about her eyes were daggers because uh -huh. like, but uh, Millie does ask the good questions of like, why does she worry? Because he's obviously obsessed with her. Like he's obviously all into her. Yeah. So I wonder if there was another story to that. Like there's something we're going to uncover of like, um, him him cheating on her or something or maybe that's you know we we did find out why she went to a psychiatric hospital yes because but didn't it little, sound like postpartum depression yes but let me say this again she's getting all this information secondhand Yes, from all kinds of people. So we don't really know if all this is true. So it's just she, parents talking at the school. And uh -huh. she found out that um, other Nina, nanny. Nina, another nanny, uh -huh. Nina tried to kill her daughter by drowning her. Uh huh. And then her taking a lot of pills. Uh, and she was with Andrew at the time. She was with Andrew because Andrew was the person who called for a wellness check because he was worried. Mm. So there's a lot there. Yeah. I I just have a lot of questions with Andrew. And do we know how Andrew and Nina met? We don't yet, do no, we? No, I don't think so. And we don't know why Enzo is such a thing to her. Yeah, because she was like, he's like a bad person, basically. Yeah. So there, again, this is the problem with starting new books. I know. I want to know now. I know. Um, and we also don't know why she went to, we don't know why Millie went to jail. Because she, she was in jail for 10 years, but she was supposed to serve 15. She's five years probation. Uh -huh. She talks about how, like, if she doesn't, go to a probation officer she they could send her back or uh she lost a job and they yeah. said that that she said they could have called the cops and i would have been back in jail yeah so we don't know why she lost that job we don't know why she was in prison we know she went when she was 17 so she was very young oh my goodness i know it's you know i i, I for a while, I thought Enzo might be the little girl's dad, but I don't think that's true. I thought that, too. Okay, I thought that, too. Uh-huh. But, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, And what's with the white? I don't know. She always wears white. She uh, I would hate that life. Oh, and she gave... They keep talking about how she's gaining weight. Uh-huh. And she gives that bag of clothes to, to, to Millie. To Millie. Uh -huh. That... That's bound to backfire. Yes, yes. It's going to backfire. As but, soon as she took it and there was a white dress on top, I was like, don't take that. Don't take that bag of clothes. She's setting you up either to really go off on you because you've got on a you dress. Stole, that, yeah, you, you stole, stole it. Uh -huh. Or you're making fun of me. 
because I can't wear that dress anymore. Uh-huh. Or you're trying to get my husband because that was his favorite. You know, the yeah, whole time something. my brain is screaming, don't take those clothes. Don't take those clothes. And uh, she kind of, again, um, Nina is really notorious for switching on a dime. Yeah. And she gave her those clothes. And then immediately was like, now I gave you this gift. Clean up. Like, why are yeah, these why clothes still laying here? Yeah. It seems like she is so annoying. It's like um she does all she does all this stuff that seems nice and then oh my god look at this mess you made yeah <laughs> but it seems like she forgets she has like uh she forgets very short term like she forgets mm -hmm. what she did five minutes ago because i that would be an explanation of why she um like when something happens and Millie was like, you told me to do this. And she's like, no, I didn't. Like that would make sense if she, uh -huh. does, she honestly does not remember. And so she is um, morphed by what's happening in the world. So like when her daughter ran up to her saying the name Millie's trying to kill me with peanut butter because I'm allergic, she might be like, Oh, yeah, I forgot you're allergic, you know. So uh -huh. her forgetting things. And when, oh, there was a oh, time yeah. that she asked Millie to go pick up oh. um, her daughter. Yes. And, and she Cece, told her the wrong school first. She the told her the wrong name of the school. Yep. And luckily, Millie is smart and looked at the fridge and uh -huh. saw a calendar. Um, then when she saw Cece, the daughter, she was like, I'm here to pick you up. And Cece's like, uh, no, I have like karate or so. She has like karate dance every day. Oh, yeah. And I'm going with this mom. And she calls and she's like, I never told you that. So she, it feels like she's morphing to the world to seem like she meant to do all, like it's actually Millie's fault. But I think she's just forgetting. It's either that or. She's being meticulous about it. Mm. I know that if she goes to the school and tries to pick her up, that other mom is going to say that it's this. And then I can say, I never told you that. Yeah. Because they, they do. She gave her an Apple phone. Uh-huh. But she doesn't text. They call. Mm -hmm. so it's going to be interesting to see if they start texting because then you've got it. Yeah. Like, that you, you did say this. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I did notice that she tried to use her phone at night but there's no signal in that there's room. no wi-fi yeah, yeah. there's nothing like, so i wrote like does she turn the wi-fi off at night i thought that too and so um this book is very good at escalating and then making you feel okay escalating making you feel okay because at the end of the section um she was telling people that she was pregnant she just kept telling people, yes, me and Andrew are going to have a baby. Yeah. Uh, we are pregnant. We're going to get, no, she never said we are going to get pregnant. She just says, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. But everybody would congratulate her. And then she'd be like, well, not yet, but we're going to have a baby. Right. We're going to, yeah. The way she would say it what made them assume. And then those parents were talking about her behind her back, kind of. Mm -hmm. and it's kind of sad they forgot Millie was standing there. Yeah. Um, and they're talking about, well, that's why she's eating and gaining so much weight and eating all this stuff. And um, 
Uh-huh. So, yeah. And then, um, like, she, I feel like Nina has to know they're all talking about her. But she also tries to make this perfect life. You know, they talked about how um, she better do this, this, and this, or she's going to lose Andrew. But it's obvious Andrew's obsessed with her. Like, she, she's yeah. not going to lose him. So there's a lot of uh, factors that are playing into her. And it's not making it easy on her. Like, I feel bad for Nina a lot. I do, too. Yeah, there are even if her mental if her mental health is unstable, nobody's helping her with it. No, and she's not surrounding herself with people that are helping. Like right. she should. I mean, um, without thinking that Andrew is like sabotaging her, sabotaging her. Yeah, she needs to surround herself with Andrew and no one else. Like because obviously they are rich. And they're sending their daughter to a rich school. And those those moms aren't nice. No. And and all the signs, like, being really messy. Mm-hmm. And not even kind of realizing how it got that bad. Yes. And she does it very uh, dramatically. Like, she will destroy a bathroom in an hour. Yeah. And it's that manic, like, mm-hmm. you do have to feel sorry for that character. Either way, unless she's faking it all. And I don't think she is. I think yeah. it's a lot to fake. It's a lot to fake in all those arenas. Yeah. With, and again. With, friends, with the parents, with the other names. And, and remember, so her and Andrew, Nina and Andrew went to see if having a baby would be in their future. And they were told it's not. Or that would be very difficult to be in yeah. their future. Um. And so that that scene, I, I one I felt the sadness for oh, her when they like walked that, in. Yeah, that like you could feel the cloud that was on both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did get into a fight at night, and Millie heard them. And there was like, I mean, it was crashing, yelling, all this stuff. And when Nina or Millie uh, was at the door listening, which she shouldn't have been. Nina opened the door and she was standing there and there was blood everywhere. Yeah. That was a, that was an intense scene. And then she thinks something's happened to Andrew. Mm-hmm. And she's and, like, he's in the bathroom. If it's any of your business. Yeah. And like, I, I see where Millie feels more comfortable with Andrew. I understand that, but that was a little overstep. Yeah. But if somebody had really been hurt, which we don't know really kind of who was hurt. We just yeah. know there was blood. Um, yeah, I think we do know. Because she's all nice the next day. You know, the next morning she's all nice. and um, But we don't know where the blood came from, did we? I don't think so. It says her hand, her injured hand, but we don't know how she injured it. Yeah. Now, we do know... From the back description or the uh oh mm-hmm. the description that there is a body. Oh. Because, or that's like the first like uh chapter. Is it oh, her yeah. leaving if I, I leave this house, house, I'll be in handcuffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So we know there's a body. Yeah, this is this book's intense. Who do you think the body is? Well, we know it's not Millie because she says if I leave this yeah. house, we'll be in handcuffs. Um, what if it's Nina? Wow. Yeah. Or Enzo, you know, she tried to have the Enzo, and he wasn't having that. Yeah. He was like, no. I forgot about that. She was like, if you're not busy. Yeah, he's like, oh, no, no. He's like, and he, he starts, like, cussing and screaming in Italian. Is like, yeah. oh, like, what? What is this? Like, <laughs> but I wonder, I wonder <laughs> if um he's been offered that a lot. Because the women who were talking about Nina were also talking about Enzo and how, like, ooh, I could not, like work with him around like i wonder if he's had those passes a lot and he just got he just gets frustrated because he trusted millie and then she did that pass and he was like oh my gosh i'm not just arm candy like you know but he also i mean he's going off and blah, 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 blah. and then he does say you get out millie it's dangerous yeah so he knows a lot yeah so i'm interested to see in this next section what all unfolds because I feel like the next section next section is gonna like unfold a lot and then the third section of course is the conclusion so yeah, everything's okay. gonna come together well and on the front cover of the book it says an absolutely addictive psychological thriller with a jaw dropping twist <laughs> I can't wait for my jaw to drop. I know. I love a good twist. I love One, twists. because I like uh, potentially figuring it out. Yeah. But I also like because there's just so much that can happen. And this book, so much that can happen. Yeah. Can I make a prediction? Yeah, absolutely. I want to make a small prediction. Okay. Do you think that they're going to try to get um, Millie to be a surrogate? Oh, we did talk about that. So we, when we first talked, we were initially, we were like, um, as soon as they walked in that they couldn't have a baby, we were both like, oh, they're going to ask her to be a surrogate. Yeah. Now, I told you this huge, when I first started this book, I thought they were in a cult. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I yeah, thought you went Andrew, way I did. I thought Andrew was like a cult leader, and that's why Millie and the daughter wears white. Uh-huh. So like, Andrew's the cult leader, and now they're trying to bring Millie into it. So now they're telling, watch, watch. Let me just let me just talk this out. Um, okay. So Nina listeners, we're gonna go on a little trip. <laughs> <laughs> Nina is like his like right hand person in this cult. Uh-huh. And they make a plan that they're gonna tell Millie they can't have kids and try to get her in the loop and have her be a surrogate, but really they're trying to get her into a cult. Who knows? Okay. Why that be the insane twist? Okay. All right. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you, know, you know, I thought when I first started reading that Nina wasn't the crazy one, that it was Millie. Oh, yes. That Millie was making that. Nina look crazy. Because this book is written from Nina's perspective. I mean, Millie's, Millie's perspective. Millie's perspective, yeah. So, 
maybe the things aren't happening the way she sees them. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, that could be it, too. And like, she's always like, but I didn't do anything. You know, like. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how that dynamic happens. Yeah. Hmm. I, I'm interested to see all the other information we have in the next section. I feel like the next section is going to bombard us with information. Yes. And the next section we're going to read from chapter 21 all the way through 39. Yep. Um. So <sighs> I'm so excited to read this. I am too. This is a good book. This is a definitely a page turner. This might be a book that you could finish over the weekend. Like this is a good book uh-huh because we stop with each of our sections so that we don't mess up our own predictions or anything mm -hmm. like that and so this time we've had to wait a little bit to record oh I'm yeah the first section i've been dying to keep reading same same i'm yeah. i was glad that i had a second book that i could focus on because yeah. i have really been wanting to know yeah. What, what Frida McFadden, the author, has in store for us with The Housemaid. Mm -hmm. And the fact that the title is about just like The Housemaid. Yeah. It's going to be good. I it's going to be good. It's going to be good. We're so glad that you guys are along for this ride. And we want to know what you think about The Housemaid by Frida McFadden. So email us at let's do it mom.man dot b2 at gmail.com or like us on facebook or instagram you can comment anytime and we try to post pretty weekly two to three times a week uh please comment and tell us what you're thinking about the book or your crazy predictions for the twist yes we'd love to hear what you think about the twist such a good book yes um, as always we love it when you join us as we open a book Open a bottle and open our minds. See you for part two soon. Bye. Bye.